We back. How's it going, people? Welcome back to another episode of the Here's the Crack podcast. Back mm. with another solo episode today. How's everybody doing? I'm feeling pasty white here. I'm just looking at my reflection on that. I feel real pasty white after Christmas. I don't know. I know when I'm looking in this mirror right now where I see my reflection. I need to hit the beds. Get the beds. Huh? Get on the go. Beds. How are you, Tommy? Get bread. Good. Good. Well, after that bombshell of a conversation, we'll go straight into <laughs> Strange and Startling. Get it up and running. Here we go. Do you know what was strange and startling on my way up here? What? I got to the roundabout and poured down. And there was this car in front of me. And it was like slowing way down. I was like, what the fuck? And then there was like this figure in front of me. And I was like, what the fuck? Someone standing, jumped out in front of that car. And he like sort of like stopped on the middle of the roundabout. And uh, sort of waited for a second behind him. The next thing it like moved forward. It was a fucking balloon. Like Jesus. a 60th balloon and it was just floating at the perfect height of the car. And he swerved around it and I drove up to it. It said like happy 60th almost. Did you catch it? It was sitting perfect. I caught a pot of my hand out the window and just held it. I was just sitting floating there and it was fucking creepy. That like. could have caused a mad accident. I like. think there was a little ghost girl holding it. That could have caused a mad accident. You believe in that as well. <laughs> that is quite strange and startling. But what do you actually have for strange and startling this week? This isn't me, is it? Yeah. What was that? Yeah. Oh, fuck so everyone, bro. <laughs> everyone <laughs> He wasn't ready. I thought there was a segment before this. Tommy, what have you brought to the table for Strange and Startling? Strange and Startling. Check out there. Have a night. Do you want me to go? Um, I was going to talk about Bevo. Bevo? Bevo. Bevo. Oh, right. Okay. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what is that about? I don't know where I he's came out of. I like, chewing that. your food would be a thing. I know you're not meant to, like, chew your food with your mouth closed. That's good manners, but I don't think you'd ever have to be, like, telling someone to chew your fucking food. I think how is he just went viral. Like, he's making bank just because he doesn't chew his food. I think, though, he's, like, it just took... I don't know if he exactly went viral for the no-chewing... He went viral for the no-chewing the food thing, but I don't think he exactly probably wanted to go viral for the not-chewing the food thing. Not though, yeah. I mean, if you know you're making Mom's money off it, people are milking roast potatoes and all. Ed Matthews, <laughs> did you, did you see the clip of the guy who just goes up to one night out with a bit of pizza and gets them to bite it? Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking painful. Crazy. I think it's the pain and watching him swallow it. It actually looks like he's in pain. I think <laughs> you're got... always on edge. It's like, you know, this cop might die here. Like, this could be the last <laughs> swallow he ever takes in his life. I think so, I think someone punched him as a child or something and like knocked his jaw out of shape or something. So I don't know. Like I've, seen, I've seen some video that he digs explaining why he like does what he does. Yeah. Some people don't have a <laughs> swallow. I do I do called. love the meat. I love the compilations where it's like all the times we nearly lost Bebo. <laughs> yeah. It's just him being like... <laughs> you're like, how are you doing? <laughs> the eyes go white. He lifts a full roast potato when he's like, roast potato, let's smash it. No, and like, shout out to Rooster. Yeah. <laughs> massive thank you to all the guys at Rooster. Massive shout out. And let's then, get it. You know the rules. I watched <laughs> a one off him the other night where he was eating sushi and he was just like swallowing it and he was like, <laughs> he was like, yeah, shout out sushi. <laughs> like, yeah, when he rates the food, he's like, yeah, seven out of ten. That's bad. And it's like, you didn't even taste it, you cock. You just, <laughs> just swallowed it. slid down your gullet. But I hate that. Hey, like, I. Like, see when you it's swallow, trifling. like, a good chunk of food. Like, I did it the other night with steak. I ate, like, a massive bit of steak. But the worst part was a bit, a bit of, like, fat was on it as well. So I, like, swallowed it. But, like, a bit of fat got, like, caught in my mouth. But, like, oh, it was, yeah, like, almost. a string going down my throat and just stopped. And I was like... <laughs> 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 I was like, what's wrong? I was like, I can't get it to swallow. Did you get it back up? No, I just... I just beat it. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I think that would do your head in. Hey, like imagine you going to dinner with him, like you hate all them little like mannerisms. Like. So I think you'd actually go mad, la. Oh, I just leave, la. Yeah. What is wrong with you? The other, I think the other. What about Ed Matthews and all? Like, what's that about? Like? Jumping just on that. Jumping on them. Like? Other people the two them just eating dinners together. <laughs> just I don't know who's sadder. The fact, well, like you know what? Fuck it, like he's made it. He's people are watching it like fair play to him. But Ed Matthews trying to jump on that shit as if Ed Matthews is somebody anymore. Like, yeah. like fuck that. Like just like, stealing he, this thunder. Yeah, Ticky Tocky. He was over like streaming Wade and Ross and all. Like. Mm. Yeah. Mental. That's no. That's sad. Like the things you go viral for meanwhile we're struggling over here making good no, content you start choking on food or something questionable like. content but um do you want to go or will i go what are you doing podcast i'm doing podcast. we're podcasting bro <laughs> oh my word we're a couple yeah. of yeah couple of weeks into so january i this forgot weird old story it was strange and startling okay so there was a flight attendant fell from thirty three thousand three hundred and thirty feet it's quite a specific number like it was a bit of sauce so she had no parachute and survived. So her name was Vesna Bolvik. was born in Serbia when she was part of United Yugoslavia. She worked as a flight attendant for the former Yugoslavian airline JAT at the age of 22. She was on board the JAT flight 367 bound for Copenhagen. Ironically, she was scheduled to fly that day. Wasn't scheduled to fly that day due to some name confusion. What the fuck's that? Can you turn that off, please? No manners, no manners. Eh? So she was accidentally put on the flight when a briefcase bomb went off, causing the blame the plane to crash. Jesus. So she was the only survivor of the crash. Uh, she fell out of the plane, and the reason she survived was because she was in the front part of the fuse of the plane, and she was crushed under a food, like what do you call them, food trolleys. Mm. It landed on top of her, so she wasn't able to get to her seat. So it was la- land on top of her. And then the fucking plane like broke into pieces, and then it landed like perfectly on a ski slope sort of thing, like like a snowy hill, right? At the perfect angle, and she survived. So she went into the Guinness Book of Records as the highest fall, free fall without a parachute. Them boys are ruthless, I imagine. But she was in the plane. Like. She was. A, she, she was wasn't a, like in mid air, and she just survived. Like free oh no. Like. Well, yeah, she was in the. I plane, thought you meant she like just. <laughs> I love how she the planes. But everybody, everybody else on the plane died. It's like, like in GTA when you like land on a fence or something. Ah, like if you land in a wee tiny pool, like you survive. Like I was like, what? So yeah, Tommy's like, I'm not really as impressed as what it would have been like 33,000 feet. Oh, fuck it, like, I like, thought he meant like she jumped out of the plane and just survived. Tommy's like, I could do that easy. Nova. What about that? Was it the Austrian Airways flight? That's what I was going to The door blew out. Like. Like. What would oh, you yeah. do? Did you hear about the phones? Yeah, yeah. Like two, fo- two phones were found like on the ground like from the flight. Because like, it obviously came off and people were holding their phones. Yeah. Out. The air pulled Probably out. Probably trying to video it now. Like two phones were found like intact, like not damaged. Like somebody Fuck. found the phone. That would be mad Morgan. Opened the phone like up. It was in airplane mode. And then, like, obviously <laughs> couldn't get into it. So he went into the notifications. And the last notification was, like, the check-in for the flight. Oh, my God. But there was an off-phone found. I don't know. I think they I opened it up and there was an email for, like, the baggage claim for that flight. Yeah. Was but, like, that was, like, that, mad. Like that. that would be good marketing, hey, for whoever had uh-huh. the case. That's, That's a, a, a mouse case or something. They've recalled it. Like, we hacked the plane. <laughs> yeah. They've <laughs> recalled all the them planes now like, and there's they've actually done like research into some of them like look inspected them and all and they're seen there is some damage on other ones like yeah, screws yeah, and yeah. shit it's like, basically like, yeah. fucking scary like. it's basically like the place where they're usually having the door 
Yeah. But like they filled it in. So like right. you think uh, it's of like, like a, a three blank or sort a of thing. type of thing. Yeah. So like to fill it in, so like you like basically like patch it up so it's just like full of the plane, but whatever way it was done, it wasn't done right. And apparently like the air pressure was like weird on the plane, so like the sort of shit I knew that that was happening. But yeah. And the person who was supposed to be sitting on the seat that it happened at missed their flight. There was like a family Imagine missed the flight me. on the day. Oh my god. Imagine sitting there and the window just blows out. You'd it fucking it would pull the head of you. Like. Pull the head out though, surely. Uh, what? Well, I think the seat was still there, wasn't it? Oh yeah, it didn't pull anything. But, like but like imagine your neck, <laughs> like you're catching your fucking head. Your neck would be wet like, and snap. Like. It's like putting yeah. your hand out the window when you're driving the yeah. car. I think there was <laughs> a woman and child beside it. Yourself, it would just go out the window. <laughs> oh, you piss in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> but like it was 40 minutes in the plane till it landed. Jesus Can you imagine that? That's perfect like you know be just expecting it to implode or something be cold enough hey be chilly chilly enough like be cold enough wouldn't be as cold as your ice bath or? yeah don't talk you to me you're prepared for the situation don't talk to me about my ice <laughs> bath hey. absolutely mad who's that the words fucking freezing God, I got up this morning are you back at it man was I back at it or was I back at it got up this morning <laughs> to do my ice bath at 7 o'clock and it be freezing la. And I actually had a word with myself in the kitchen. I was standing like a massive Udi in my trunks and I was like, what are you doing? And then I went, do you know what? Don't be a bitch. If you're doing it, do it. And I prepped <laughs> you the... You imagine you having this conversation with yourself pre- out loud. I prepped the ice <laughs> bath. Don't be a fucking bitch, Ross. I prepped the do ice it. bath last night so I took the cover and all off it because it had been sitting for like a week or two and obviously it rained and water had got on the top of like the cover bit. Yeah. So I took it off last night. So obviously all the water dropped in the ground. Right? Yeah. Get in the ice bath this morning. Did two minutes in the ice bath. Like, was proper, like... Was the ice? Like, or was it, like, frozen it, it, over? Like, it was frozen. Like, so... You have to break it t- No, it wasn't frozen over. It had, like, kind of... See, it keeps its temperature. Like, it keeps the cold in, but it also keeps the heat. Right. Uh, like, it also keeps the cold out. It keeps the heat out as well. Right. Like, it's pretty It's pretty insulated. Like, so it regulates the temperature. Like, it doesn't really change that much. Like, it's a, it's a loomy, so it's a proper, like, job. But... Mm-hmm. Whenever I opened it, some of the ice from, like, the cover had obviously went into it. So I was getting into it, and you could feel, like, the ice and all. It was cold. It was freezing. Like, I was proper. Like, like I went numb. Like, my feet went numb. I was like, this is god-awful. But, like, to be fair, I was buzzing after it, like, when, like mm. when I got into the house. Apart from the fact that what I realized was, because the whole part of, like, me not being arsed to do it is all the pulling off of the cover so yeah. I prepped the ice bath last night. So I pulled the cover off, but little did I know, I had obviously pulled the cover off of the water sitting on the top of it and the water had japped on the ground. Yeah. And obviously it had been left overnight. So what happened to the water? Bingo, bango, bongo. So I stood up, came out of the ice bath, was like, oh, flip, went running into oh, the house, fuck. stepped out of the ice bath, slid and went on my hole in the middle of the yard. Oh, and like all up like you can see like look at my jeans from my legs been bleeding through my legs been bleeding through working off that's nasty but i couldn't feel i didn't really know how like bad i'd scrape my knee until me and him were halfway up to work this morning in the car and i was like my trousers are sticking to me and i looked down there was blood coming through my jeans i was like we're landing in a heap he goes he goes to me there's blood in your jeans and i was like oh my days there is had to get one of the first aid kits and work to like bandage my leg up. We land on a hip in your garden now. Man, swear to I get up and like, but I was freezing. So I went, by the time I hit the ground, I bounced straight back up again because I was freezing my nuts off. I was like, get me inside. 
but it was good like i did two minutes and i felt pretty good afterwards uh my leg doesn't feel too good now but it is what it is i won't be doing it every morning hey i'll do it like three times a week Sickle. just keep doing it like because it does help but anyway uh enough about ice baths thanks christopher yeah <laughs> thank you yeah bought my ice bath off christopher <laughs> you drink chris's bath water making salt um anyway we uh before the new year we were talking about um jobs and stuff and i actually came across an article this week which is weird jobs people do and they actually earn a living for this mm. now this is in indeed so it's pretty accurate so <laughs> indeed it is indeed, indeed that felt like an insult but it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah well if it was wikipedia it'd be a bit like mm, sus but basically there is such a job as being a professional sleeper mm. right so if you're constantly queried about sleeping too much this is probably the job for you a professional sleeper, a company, you guessed it, pays you to sleep. Some might say you get paid for doing nothing, but this is not true. Your employer will require you to sleep, but to have your brain studied by scientists or try out sleep products in this profession. Mattress makers, uh, hoteliers, and in rare cases, hospitals employ a professional sleeper to sh- sleep and share their experience on the level of comfort they received. And obviously their psychological state. That's the perfect job. Unreal, right? It gets better. Imagine you coming home from that and then you just have your whole day. Like, yeah. I've been to work and I'm fucking ready to go. Like, there is also jobs to be a full-time Netflix viewer. So for most people, watching movies is a way to relax. But imagine being paid to watch them. Some people commonly refer to this as taggers uh, who watch movies as their job. The role of these individuals is to basically watch movies and provide good movie suggestions to other viewers. Although you might feel like watching movies can't be a job, these full-time Netflix viewers think otherwise. So basically in this job, your supervisors give you movie assignments to complete, ranging from a few hours to more than eight hours a week of movies, and you don't get to choose the film you want to watch, they choose it for you. But there are like unique protocols that you have to comment on, like watching movies and comment on the scenes, suggesting other stuff just basically being like a surveillance of the movie mm. so it is a thing as like a professional netflix viewer there's also people called cuddle professionals sometimes you need a cuddle to make you feel better well you can pay people called cuddle professionals or snugglers to come cuddle with you these individuals are usually active all day cuddling with strangers personal preference of who to cuddle with is not an option because people of all ages and backgrounds pay them professionals acknowledge that this job is not as fun as most people think because most of their clients go through traumatic emotional issues and often just want someone to hug them and tell them everything's going to be okay that seems sus that's some that sort of like rich like person fetish prostitution no? yeah mm. there is also professional hug me with no clothes on please there is also professional bridesmaids mm. <laughs> So okay. they assist their bride. So it's actually someone. It's basically like a PA that you hire for your wedding, but she poses as a bridesmaid. That is a thing. Oh, yeah. it keeps everything running. Yep. Although everyone will be like, "Who the fuck is she?" Doesn't it? Who's this? It just seems so. It's probably just to be more seamless, is it? You know, you don't want some woman so, like running about yep. fixing everything. It's basically like. a sneaky way of doing of having someone that just does your wedding day for you. Yeah. There's also people who are professional line standers. So if you want to save your space in a queue, you can pay someone to go and stand in the line for I've you. I've heard that. Yeah. I would do yeah. that. 
Um, the most weirdest one, to be honest with you, I'd seen was two odor judge and snake milker. Snake milker. I'll go with odor judge first. So some individuals, um, so peop- the odor judge is basically people um making judgments on good or bad odors. Oh, the job of an odor judge is unique and has some has many categories. One of the roles of an odor judge is testing of odor reducing products. For example, mouthwash companies might employ odor judges to test the effects of their products on people with bad breath. A snake milker. Now, whenever I read snake milker, my mind went to another place. (laughs) It's not what you think. So a snake milker are similar. uh, Snake milkers are similar to zoologists, but they are not like regular zoologists, obviously. To work as a snake milker, having expertise in extracting venom from snakes and reptiles are essential. Fuck. These venoms are potentially life-threatening, so before snake milkers can carry out their roles, they undergo training on how to handle these animals. As strange as this job might seem, it requires many years of education to become a proper professional in this field. Mm, so pretty much this person is hired to like extract venom from these animals. That's mad. So this is actually things that people get paid for. Now, obviously, the snake milker one. Once what's I read that, it, what's I was just paid? Like, what are the salaries? I, I, need to, I need to look into it because it doesn't actually give you, like, the salaries for this stuff. Like, like prof- I Google professional sleeper and it ranges. Like, the the, the whole... Um, it's a good job. Like, there's, on it. there's other stuff as well, like professional mourner. So someone who can mourn for you. Professionals, um, but the cuddle ball prof- milker, yeah, color professionals like cuddle professionals. Sorry, I thought you said color professionals. Yeah, like, so you like, wouldn't be good at that. Like. <laughs> cuddle, thanks. <laughs> cuddle professionals like they range. Like you could get hire someone for like forty quid an hour, and they'll just come cuddle you. Tommy's like, I could use an extra bit of cash. <laughs> I'll call you, mate. So there you go. Um, if there's any other strange jobs that you've came across, let us know. I might try and find the salaries and bring it up in another oh, episode, really? but here we go. But anyway, on to the next part. Community crack. Roll the credit. Here we go. Okay, that's me. Uh, what have we got? I don't know. That last thing didn't happen. Uh, <laughs> I love this. Iron got so his dick out. We're bringing back <laughs> to God, the thing that everyone loves to hate. And can, we're doing another conspiracy theory today. Nice. So... Ooh. We should change community crack to community conspiracy or just conspiracy. Maybe, yeah, let's, let's do a poll. Yeah, let's <laughs> get rid of community what, crack. What do you want? Um, conspiracy. So today's wow. conspiracy theory that I found deep in the comment section of a post oh. is that Man got deep. Mars, as in the planet Mars, not the caramel-filled chocolate bar, <laughs> Confectionery was the original home for humanity wow but we destroyed it <clears throat> you know what? that would mars is a bit of a desert isn't it like a wasteland where everything's just been destroyed, destroyed. and all the resources have been used there's no water left on it. yeah where's the facts to back this up do you want me to continue here yeah. we'll thanks see. okay so we've sent rovers to mars and they find some weird unexplained things you're mad yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most recent thing they found was what looks like a door that's been carved into the side of a mountain. It looks like a door frame with it. So it does. Right. Right. Does this explain the pyramids then? No. 
Stop interrupting the man. Let him do his conspiracy. <clears throat> so we, f- we find a door frame, <laughs> which looks on this mountain full of sand, like a sand dune. Right. On Mars, it seems to be a door buried in it. Now, we also need to consider the fact that the rovers are only exploring a small area on the surface of Mars. They've no, nowhere near covered the entire... Co- uh, they've barely covered any of it, really. So if we're already finding things like this, well then, it's only logical to think there's probably going to be more things like that. More door frames. Around Mars. But that's just something. Let's move on from that. Mars's atmosphere at the minute is very thin compared to ours. And it's being stripped away every day by the sun's radiation. And this is due to a lack of electromagnetic fields. However, it is theorised that Mars once had a stable atmosphere and stable electromagnetic fields. Early humans lived on Mars. Okay. Used to be water on Mars. We find things on Mars. There must have been life there. Early humans they lived there and they developed advanced technology and fuel that destroyed the Martian environment. Earth was the, not only the closest planet, but it was the closest and most habitable planet. The problem is, it was ruled by dinosaurs and... Uh, sorry, it was ruled by dinosaurs and there were subtle differences in the water, air and temperature which would not have been suitable for human life. Mm. To fix these issues with the dinosaurs and the climate, a large nuclear bomb was made and <laughs> set off. And it did the devastation that we now believe the the comet that the, hit the Earth uh, the did. Meteor. The radiation did not kill off all the dinosaurs but they began to mutate and evolve to live in the ever-changing environment, i.e. chickens, things like that. This process did take millions of years, but to prevent the same from occurring on Earth, they destroyed all remnants of their past. The devices they used to travel here were sent into deep space, and records were destroyed, and leaders thought that us not knowing about our original home would save or new one. But those who forget the past are doomed to repeat it. Mm. I feel like that would be a class That's movie. Fucking, that is a sick theory. See, I've never I fi- heard that one before. I find it far-fetched. I'm not really a conspiracy person anyway, but I find it far-fetched, the whole nuclear explosion thing, because like I know that like that's technology that we're only really developing now. But then we don't know any different, do we? From all the all the like, you know, space shit you see from coming in from Mars, like from NASA and stuff, it just seems like it has become a desert and just drained of all resources. So uh, that's I think that's plausible. And they've found like pyramids or something on haven't they? Like yeah, they have. They found a whole pile of stuff on Mars. Yeah, there has been signs of previous life. Yeah, and bacteria. And bacteria. Oh baby, what is that called? The proof. Bacteria. That should be life, movie, life yeah. that life was on Mars. Oh my word. Like picture the movie. Picture now. Just like Steven Spielberg. starts off, there's crisis on the planet. Oh dear. It's people are like populations wiping out. Need a move. Yeah. Introduce Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> Family. <laughs> That's Vin Diesel. Like the whole film, right? The whole film. <laughs> Vin Diesel. The whole film, it's like they don't mention 
that Mars is the name of the planet. Uh-huh. And then as they like drop the bomb and all, and then they like it shows them all like getting on spaceships to go to Earth. Yeah. And then it's like the land on Earth, and they're like, "What do we call this planet?" And they're like, "Earth." It's like that's how it ends. Oh no! It it also uh, <laughs> it also kind of uh, explains why humans are uh, allergic and irritable to so many normal natural things like grass. So many of us have hay fever. When was the last time you heard a dog having hay fever? Oh wow! So why, why are we crack the code? Here. Why why are we? This is gonna go out and Why are we the only species? Out. If we're native to Earth, why are we one of the only? Why are we the only species that's like allergic to grass? Uh, we survive. We are turning soft. Eh? Elon Musk is gonna be sliding our DMs like boys. What the fuck? <laughs> Bro, chill. <laughs> you know this? Bro, chill. He's sliding our, our our DMs in some Martian language. He's like <laughs> beep boop beep. <laughs> click click click. Um, that's a pretty good one. I feel like once we post this, you're going to get absolutely roasted in the comment section like you normally do because you've took the Titanic theory, which was plausible, and now produced this. I enjoyed that. 1.1 million views later. You know what I do enjoy? I enjoy the fact that you're able to give us a conspiracy and actually bring it into our way of thinking. I like that. This could be your thing. What, the conspiracy? 2024 is your conspiracy year. Dumb it down for us, is what you mean. Uh, yeah. let's, let's have a conspiracy. He explains it to me like I'm five and I love it. <laughs> let's do a conspiracy yeah. section every couple of episodes. I love that. Goes. But if you have any other conspiracies that you want Aaron to look into, comment them, send them in, Slide email them. us. You have all the details. Anyway, we'll yeah, move on. Please let me know because all the ones on Google are shit. Yeah. <laughs> let the man know. But anyway, we'll move on. Am I the asshole? Here we go. Am I the asshole? for requesting rent money from my daughter after she plans to quit her job my daughter female 21 let's call her jody is an extremely lacking and empathy woman it seems no matter what i do or say unless she gets her own way she won't let things rest unfortunately she is a carbon copy of her father who is emotionally abusive towards me we are separated under the same roof Long story short, we have all our children living at home with us and things are financially extremely tight. Mm. I didn't start charging rent until my daughter graduated from university and earned a full-time wage, even though it's a nominal amount of $70 per week. This includes all our meals, aside from our work lunches, water, electricity and internet. I do our laundry too. She's been told that she may be required to return full-time to the office, currently in a hybrid working from home arrangement. And announced to me this evening that as, as soon as it's confirmed, very likely tomorrow morning, that she will be quit. That she will quit on the spot. I reminded her that she has still has bills to pay, her own car and rent, etc. To which she rebuffed and said that she would no longer be paying rent as she wouldn't be earning an income. I told her that she couldn't do that in a normal lease situation because the rent would still be due, and to find another job first. She's refusing and becoming hostile, accusing me of robbing her of her future house, house savings. I'm furious as I, I'm trying to save to take my younger kids and leave the house situation. In addition to this, she refuses to help around the house, and when I ask for shows, for genuinely small favours, she answers non-committedly and leaves me stressed. I, I'm at my wit's end, and the guilt is p- piling on thick. I don't know what to think anymore. Am I the asshole? No. I feel like that. I like that one because it was like I feel like this is a n- normal problem. It's yeah. not. I, I, I don't but think like I feel is. like this is like the ha- this happens and everything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
there's, there's there's something you mentioned at the end there that I was kind of like you're definitely not the asshole, but there's something you mentioned at the end there that sort of made me go, you maybe shouldn't be looking at life like this. And she was like, I I need it to move out of this house and I sort of think relying on income from your child probably isn't a good financial decision to base mm. your life on to move out of your house. Uh, bar that, I think that's silly, but bar that, you're not. I know, but like I think like she's said, she's other kids who are younger. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. it's probably like what age is the daughter? Um, the daughter's twenty one, like she's, she's still relatively she's found, young. Like, she's probably thought she's found a loophole if she's not working. Like. Yeah, mm. I don't think there's anything wrong per se with rent being charged, but it's I think it's kind of like when the mum goes, "Well, I need this money so I can then move out of this house." It's kind of yeah. like it's a, there's mm. there's one thing charging them rent to, uh, um teach them good values and all the rest of it but then is she charging her rent because she's wanting she needs the income it. is is that weird yeah it doesn't sit right with me mm. she said there that she was trying to save her house too and is it a matter of she's quitting this job and going to pursue another job you think like maybe okay i'll give her a bit of time like I'll give her a, I'll I go easy on her for a couple of weeks to give her I a chance to get a new job I completely disagree but mm-hmm. if it's a fact of she has been like nah fuck this I can't be asked paying any rent anymore I'm just quitting my job fuck that nah, I see uh, no I just think she sounds like a little spoiled entitled prat but then you have to remember this is coming from the mother's side yeah there's two sides there's three sides to the story there's her side the other the daughter's side and then there's the truth like but at the same time judge my guy (laughs) but at the same time like let let's let's say this situation happened over here right and and it was a mate of yours or it was someone that you knew right Mm. like fair play you're living at home but like the real world is like us three us uh, us three and you we have all have houses, experience renting. Welcome to the real world. You know what I mean? You can't just turn around in the morning and go, well, if they invite, if they say to me to come back to work, I'm going to quit. Like, she should have known, oh, if they ask me back to the office and that's not a situation that I want, then she should have, she should be prepping to leave her job. Like, mm. she shouldn't just be leaving her job just because, oh, she's thrown the dummy out of the pram and couldn't be asked. Y- mm. Yeah, you shouldn't feel entitled to work at work from home all the time. And am I right in saying that it, she's not going back to full-time in the office, she's going back to hybrid working? I, th- I, th- I think I heard it right that she's going from full-time working at yeah, home... full-time to the office, and she's currently hybrid. Oh, she's currently hybrid and it's going full-time in the home. Fucking either just do it or get a new job. There's no point yeah. in going. I'm gonna quit now, mm. and then and then try. Like, why are you quitting now? Yeah, just like, keep like working, like you know what I mean. Everybody yeah. has their own scenario. Like, you could hate working from the office full time, and that is actually fair. Like, if that's like, I don't, I, I wouldn't want to be in. Though, like, I wouldn't want to be in the office five days a week. I like, think there's a very entitled generation coming up behind us. Though. But at, it's like our generation's entitled. But at, the same, too, like, but at yeah. the same time, like I even notice. Like, if I had to, I would, because I enjoy my job. But, like, I even notice Aaron's leaving work in the next week or two. 
and I travelled up the Good first. Man. I travelled up the first week in the new year on my own because you were away in England. Yep. And I Aww. noticed even fuel. Like it's different. Me and him share lifts, but like I noticed for me, like fuel and everything. I was like, I went through a f- nearly a full tank of fuel here in like three days, mm. whereas it used to be I was maybe filling up once every week and a half. Mm. So I get the constraint. Like I get people have their own situation, but like if someone turned around in my work and went, "You're going back to working in the office five days a week," and I was like, "No, this is something that I don't want to do, and I can't sustain. I'm not. I'm not going to leave my job because I have bills to pay, and I'm an adult." And I get what that mum's kind of trying to install in their daughter is like, right? You need to welcome to the real world here, but I don't think she's the asshole like. Yeah. No, I would, ag- I would, I would agree with you. Yeah. I don't. I do think I it's a bit sus that she's like, that, I'm relying on this money. I don't think that the doc. I don't think the daughter's right. I think the the mum's maybe got her priorities also a wee bit wrong if she's relying on her daughter's seventy dollars a week or yeah. whatever. It's not really that much money to be relying on. You know yeah. what I mean? The daughter should also fucking grow the fuck up, like yeah. you know and either get another job or stick at your own you don't just get to go i'm gonna do nothing i just hate this attitude where it's like oh the situation's changed so i'm just gonna quit and like not having a care in the world about like other people relying on you like though like she's saying if you were renting another house you wouldn't be able to do that yeah you wouldn't you wouldn't but that's what i'm saying like but i agree with the mother in the end um yeah uh I don't know. I it's it's, it's hard to know. Like she's two younger kids, and she's a daughter who's twenty-one. I'd like, like to hear the. I'd groceries. like to hear the daughter side too. I know, but like you still don't just quit a job without having another job lined up. Like. Yeah, but she's probably wrote this in a, in a rage and just tried to make the wee girl out to be a spite wee bitch. Like. Mm. So she caught a key in there and be like, "I'm quitting the job," but she, the wee girl's maybe got like doing interviews for another job or something. So she's one, ready to go somewhere else. One thing I kind of glossed over is the fact that the mum literally is doing everything for. her and she's buying all her groceries, all her meals, and the rest of it. She's cooking all her meals. She's doing her, her washing. And she's not, you know, she's using all the electricity. 70 quid a week's not really that much, is it? It's dollars as well. It's in America. It's probably fucking cost of living's probably way higher than here as well. Mm-hmm. So it's really not that bad. Yeah. 70 quid a week here is fucking not right now. Probably like 50 quid a week. So you're paying like 200 quid for your rent, your bills, your food, yeah, your Wi Fi. Like, that's a bargain. You don't, you don't have your own space, though. So. Well, that's her. Fucking get out of the house. Get a I know job. That's the main what are you doing? Yeah. Fuck me. <laughs> You'd pay the extra couple of hundred for your own space. Get yeah. going, hey. Um, I find this one, um, and I thought it was quite. It's quite. It's an interesting one because both of you has weddings coming up. Oh, oh shit! About to get spicy. And as you know, guests, unpredictable, mm. can cause some stress. Where is this going? Am I the asshole for? uninviting a friend from my wedding because she was pregnant (laughs) oh (laughs) let's get into the story let's dive in me and my fiance are having a destination wedding in bali next week we got engaged at the start of 2022 and started wedding planning almost immediately we lived in melbourne and all of our closest friends and family were people from there At the end of 2022, my fiancé got an unexpected job offer in Perth. It was really good money, so we moved over. By the time we settled, we had already booked our dream venue and sorted guest accommodation. We didn't know many people in Perth, so the people we became friends with were mostly my fiancé's colleagues and their partners. 
I became especially close with three ladies, Jane, Melissa and Katie. Or Kate. In the meantime, I received notice from a few of my invited guests that they would not be able to make it, so the cards fell perfectly for me to invite my three new friends and their partners. They were all really looking forward to it and told me that they would attend. Guest accommodation needed to be confirmed six weeks in advance and final numbers for the actual ceremony slash reception four weeks in advance. Around 12 weeks before the wedding, I found out that Kate was pregnant. She had told me previously she would come, but she hadn't formally RSVP'd while Jean and Melissa had. I asked her if she was still attending and she told me that she was still suffering from morning sickness despite being halfway through her pregnancy. So she would let me know closer to her wedding date to see if she was feeling any better. In the meantime, my fiancé had become really close to one of his colleagues, John, and wanted to invite him and his partner. We didn't have any more space at the guest accommodation, but they were happy to sort out their own accommodation so they could attend. About a week before the RSVP date, Kate was supposed to fly back home to spend the holidays with her family. However, her sickness was still really bad, so she opted to stay and spend the holidays here instead. That was a much shorter flight than it would be to Bali, where our wedding was. So if she couldn't handle that, I seriously doubt it she would be able to attend our wedding. So, I made the decision to offer John and his partner their guest accommodation so they wouldn't have to pay for their own. I told Kate what I was going to do and wished her all the best with her health and her pregnancy and told her that if she was feeling better closer to the day she could still attend the wedding and that we could even cut the RSV we could even cut the RSVP time to 2 weeks before that date but they would have to sort out their own accommodation. She was abstring she was extremely upset and told me how rude it was to make the decision for her before the RSVP date and that even if she couldn't make it her part her partner would have gone. I get where she's coming from, but it was quite obvious that she wouldn't have been well enough to come, and she she all uh, uh, she wouldn't have been well enough to come, and she all but confirmed that in our last conversation in our last conversation, my fiance isn't that close to her partner, so it made sense for him to have this other guy John instead, if Kate couldn't come, since he was much closer to him. So, am I the asshole? Yes. Yeah. She shouldn't have invited yeah. her, like, like if she, like, you can't do that, like, yeah. like if you, if you, she should, like, if you want her to go, if you invite her in the first place, and you want to invite someone else, you need to be prepared to like sort out the accommodation or whatever, like, yeah, you can't just like dangle the cart mm. and then be like, oh, like especially that close to the wedding as well, yeah. like, like you've invited them, and at the very least, why you not have a conversation with them? Yeah. Why did she just do it and then go? Oh, yeah. By the way, so you're off the list. My my thoughts on this are: she's definitely the asshole. The reason why she's definitely the asshole is because it was before the RSVP date. So yeah. whenever we got married, we got married in September. The RSVP date was the start of August, right? Mm. So or sorry, mid August, month before the wedding, right? If it's after the RSVP date and she's still dicking around, you have the conversation and say, look. There's obviously spaces we need to fill here. Are you are you coming or not? She probably would have been more understanding. But that just seems to me like your girl planning this wedding was just like she set an RSVP date, but she didn't want to work up to that. So like I think and I think she is the asshole because she set the she set the timeline for herself and then worked before the timeline. She's just assuming. 
mm-hmm. which I don't think is fair. Yeah, and she's kind of, there was a couple of words in there, I forget exactly what she said, but there was a couple of digs at her not getting back soon enough, but surely any time before the RSVP date is yeah. quote-unquote soon enough. And I think a pregnancy is a perfect excuse. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, most people replied to our RSVP straight away. Like, most people did. But, like... Have I replied yet? Obviously. <laughs> um, but, like, do you know what I mean? It's... I don't know. I don't get, like, why the pregnancy thing's being made out to be such a big deal. Like. I think like, the whole thing... an excuse. Like, it's like, wow. I think the pregnancy thing is basically... It's not really that. It's more the fact that your girl's looking at her and going, right, she's unable to fly. Mm. She's, like, telling me how sick she but is. But let her make that decision. But again, that's that. This person's just a basic, basically like, well, how does this affect me? She scenario. obviously didn't want her to go to the selfish first place. Like, are you allowed to fly when you're pregnant? Yeah, yeah. I don't I think. think I think after a certain amount of yeah. months, you aren't. Or it's probably like advised against. Uh, I think it's like six months or something like that. You actually well not, but like probably advised. Yeah, I just think there's a sense of like I don't really know what the word is. Um, where like you would be, like if like say Bruno, say Bruno was pregnant, say Bruno was pregnant, and I turned around and I was just she was like, oh, I'm getting wild morning sickness, and our wedding was like three months away or eight weeks away, and I was going, oh, she goes, oh, I'm getting wild morning sickness, and I go, well, I wonder if you'll be able to fly. Like that's just not normal. Like I don't get why that's her problem. Yeah, I just think she didn't want mm. her to go. Like she mm. obviously didn't want her to go. Wanted an excuse. Had yeah. she paid for the accommodation? So I think the accommodation they had, well certain, some, hey. they had certain amounts of accommodation set by. They're reserved. They're not yeah. actually. Yeah. Uh, but then at the same had, time, like to play a devil's advocate here, like oh she said, you can still come, but like sort out your own room, which like is fair enough, really. Yeah, true. Do you know, like you're not like entitled to a room, no? but and you if you're fucking about, she didn't on the I know, but like I don't. I don't think class is fucking about. Yeah, if I go, if I go to you here, can you come to this event? You need to get back to me before next week, and then in two days' time, I go. This cunt's fucking me about. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like yeah. it's not, you know. But then she hasn't uninvited her from the wedding. She's only just give away the room. Took over room away. Mm. You know, the wedding's still there for the going to. Yeah, she said you could still go to. I it, think right? it's still shitty behavior. They it's definitely just, should have the conversation. Yeah. I think. I think if you if. If she went up to her and went here, look, you're still a maybe. There's someone else that wants to go to the wedding. Do you mind if I give your space up to them? You can still come. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. And then she might go. Do you want to what? Yeah, that's fine. But it's the fact that she just yeah done it anyway. Did it. Yeah. But that's that. That's weddings for you. Good luck, boys. Good luck, boys. Um, I can't. I can't wait to make everyone angry. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let us know if you're listening to this. What you think of the am I the assholes? Are these people the asshole? Give us your opinion. And if you've seen any that you want us to read out on the podcast, send them in. Anyway, moving on, we're wrapping it up with question time. Aaron and Shay have questions for the boys. Aaron, do you want to go first? Shay, do you want to go first? Do you want to rock, paper, scissors it? I'm trying to see which one. I have five here, and I'm like, which one do I read? Do you have one, Ron? Yeah, I have two with your others. Yeah, I'll do this one. Ah, you go. This one's quick. What happened when you got into trouble as a child? What was your punishment? (laughs) (laughs) Just got sent to my room. Go to your room, you naughty boy. Why did you make a face there? Yeah, I was was about to say say, say something as a joke, and then I went, we can't joke about that anymore. Did you just Um, just pull down the arse lap? No, no. 
No, that's no. Um, we were like, I think we were just like. Do you think that's okay to do though? No, no. We're not getting into this conversation. Definitely not. <laughs> it's not that no, bad. We're not, yeah, not no, getting, we're not getting into this conversation. No, absolutely not. We're we're into this conversation when the cameras are turned y- off. You have just asked me to comment on beating children. Oh, it's your own child. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving swiftly <laughs> on. Fuck up. You're not. You're not beating them. <laughs> we're a couple of weeks into January, Shay. Let's at least we're get. To, let's, uh, let's at least get to it's, December it's before like we get cancelled. Like um, Thanks for sharing this week's podcast. We were. We were. We were sent to our rooms like. Or we were like, like if we had something coming up, like a game of football or something. Like if I had a game of football, Dad would have been like, "Oh, you're not going to that," or something like that. And he sent you to your room. He would have been like, "Go to your room." Like, did you get grounded whenever you were a child? Yeah. Yeah. Why did that consist of? It was usually just because back when people when people actually fucking went out and played. So, Mm. see, this is how things. Friends, I assume if it wasn't well, I mean, I think my mom took the PlayStation from me and stuff like that. For an old for me. See, what happened to me whenever I was a child, I used to swear a lot. So <laughs> of course you did. I, I used to get gangster, the old eh? scoop of mustard in the mouth. Anytime I swore, they'd give me like a scoop of mustard so I wouldn't do it again. What? What oh, a weird. That's weird. Because he had a taste of it. Jesus Christ. Still fucking I've never swear. heard of that one before. Didn't, I've never heard of that one. Didn't oh, fucking work. Okay. You ever hear of like washing the mouth out with soap? No. Yes. The phrase, yeah. Stop. Is that not like punishment? Like the people not get must be, yeah. Well, I, d- I didn't think I've shoveling mustard <laughs> in a child's mouth was the thing, but here we are. I seen someone do you know this you know this squirty now. soap. I some I saw a woman that punished her kids by getting them to open their mouth and stick their tongue out, and they would pump one pump of soap onto their tongue. It's not, not they, like poisonous, and they had to swallow it. And she got oh, yeah, that's harsh. Yeah, she got done for it though because it, it, that consists of like chemicals and shit in that one. Yeah, feeding your kids yeah. chemicals. Moving on. Here we go. The basis of this would you rather is you get a million pounds for doing one of these things. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm giving God. you. Two, I'm giving you two choices. So the first thing is, for the rest of your life, when you see an unfinished drink. You have to drink it for the rest of your life. Doesn't matter where you are. Someone drank out of it, like is that? Yeah, if it's unfinished, yeah. yeah. So like a Guinness glass in a pub, a wee slither at the end, you have to drink it. Have to, right? right? Or for the next year, so it's not the rest of your life. For the next year, you will be followed twenty four seven by a Protestant flip band. (laughs) (laughs) Pints. Drinking this fucking out of the drink for the rest of your life. Imagine well, you trying to sleep like. Oh no. Twenty. Okay, right. I mean, they stop playing, but they're there. Just orange men sleeping on the floor. Do they not play? When do they play then? During the day. So you wake up. So you with get your sleep. And then you, they sort of lullaby you to, you know. That I've grown sing. up. I've grown up in Balmain in the section. Almost as easy because it's my life. <laughs> Huge. Just see love orange, the orange, orange, orange We man. could walk about 75% of Balabena and we'd be grand. Just, yeah. We would be celebrated. For purpose of comedy, that was a joke. But uh, I'd pick the second option. I, I would one. pick whatever option didn't last a lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? What? There's not both of them not a lifetime? No. no one was a year. Oh, the other was you right, have to right. try. Like I the, thought you said both of them was a lifetime. The orange men with the flutes is for a year. Yeah. And the unfinished drinks is for the rest of your life. No, we'll do the orange. Man. Tommy, Tommy's deep in thought. Hey, I think the band. Like. Yeah, because it's not. I don't think because it's going to be doing the drinks. Hey, fuck us, dodgy. Though. You'd be a dirty bastard. Like. <laughs> you, yeah, like, you, you, you ever you, walk down the street, like, and you just see like 
glasses outside of fucking yeah. bars. Have you ever walked down the street oh, in West Belfast? I was, or I was more thinking, imagine like the dirty pint that you got me to drink at my Stagla. No, you'd be... People with pissing glasses too. Imagine oh. you're out for a walk on a... <laughs> piss doesn't glass as a drink. Um, imagine yeah, you're out for a good. walk on a Sunday morning and you saw a, a fucking just Guinness glass sitting on the wall. Bit of Guinness in it. Cigarette or or one of them slugging it like a sus Corona bottle, which you're like, is that actually Corona? And that we do not know. Yeah, I definitely do the orange man. So two to one for orange man. Yeah. Cool. Second one. Would you rather? See him. You get you get the money. I mean, the money doesn't really matter. But would you rather? Every time you fart, you change sex. That sounds fun. Or, this is quite a long one, so bear with. Or, once a week you wake up with your penis off. You have to find it in a pitch black room and you have to find it in a pile of sausages. The lights will turn on when you think you have your penis in your hand. If it is not your penis, you will have a sausage for a dick until next week. (laughs) What the fuck, man? (laughs) That's so specific. I think I go with the first one. <laughs> so much detail. What was the first one? <laughs> At least lifetime, like the, it's hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so the first one was every time you fart, you change sex. I just hold it in. Yeah. No, easy. Yeah, you'll be you'll you'll, you'll you'll you will eventually fart. So you can always <laughs> correct yourself. Like if you've one yeah. fart and you probably have an hour to go back again. Like, yeah. you'd be, ah! <laughs> go again like. it'd be really weird if you farted during sex. <laughs> Or, or while you were pissing, like, oh. like standing up pissing. Oh my god! You fucking oh my god. <laughs> Such oh a god. mess. This podcast is when the shit. What the fuck, man? Honestly, what that was kicking. <laughs> what are you speaking? Oh, oh, the the one, farting. Man. I can sort of manage. Yeah, yeah it, manage. I can manage. I'd go for the second one because I'm almost certain sausages are bigger than my. Pen- <laughs> 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 he couldn't even get out. <laughs> You aren't even. You aren't even looking for it. You're just like fuck it. Fucking locked and loaded. (laughs) Yeah, that locked and loaded. Well, that was a good end to the podcast. (laughs) Um, Thanks for tuning in. And yeah, he's talking this far. Good job. If you've anything that you want to send into us for community cracks, James and Startling, am I the asshole? Or indeed, question time. Anything's probably better than that one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let us know. Send us an email, drop us a DM, whatever you want to do. But until next week, we'll catch you later. Cheerio! Bye.